0: you're listening to bake it to the limit with Katie tonight I am going to try to make French macarons these are those little cute little sandwich cookies with the smooth hard top and whatever feet feet are I don't know they seem like they're important um, these are made with almond flour and confectioner sugar egg whites granulated sugar and whatever flavoring you like. Tonight I am working from Martha Stewart's recipe from Martha Stewart's Cookie Perfection. It's a book I got from my husband for my birthday and I love it. So I, in preparation for, ten, for this podcast, I've read a lot of recipes because there's a lot of information out there Uh, and not every recipe has tells you everything you need to know to make sure that you've you're gonna successfully make these beautiful confections at home so this recipe calls for two-thirds of a cup of sliced blanched almonds I don't have almonds but I do have already have a bag of almond flour so I'm gonna go ahead and weigh it this recipe says to it's, it's sometimes it's helpful to weigh things that's what they say I don't know. and so two-thirds of a cup translates to translates to 71 grams i'll put my bowl on my scale and measure out 71 grams of almond flour that's 78 no, that's 80. Now, every recipe I read says to process your almond flour with your confectioner's sugar. That's the powdered sugar. So there's my almond flour and I'm gonna get a cup of confectioner sugar. It says sifted confectioner sugar but I read in the recipe that I'm about to sift everything again anyway so I'm not gonna sift it twice because I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. Now I'll put my lid on my poison art. okay so I processed my almonds and confectioner sugar together next the recipe says to sift it and pressing down on the clumps through a sieve and then repeat it if you have two table until you have two tablespoons of solids remain that makes sense so I have a sifter a fine mesh sifter it's round it holds about two cups and I'm setting it over my a large green bowl. I won't make you listen to me sifting this, it's gonna take forever. So we'll take a little break and we'll be back. My God, that took forever, but I've done it. I've sifted my almond flour and powdered sugar through a fine mesh sieve. I have a hard time saying that word. And the next step will be to whip up some egg whites into granulated sugar. That's just a cabinet door, sorry. So I have room temperature eggs and two bowls for separating my egg whites. I like to do what Julia styles, not Julia styles. who was her name? You know, the Julia from the movies. Julia, Julia, and she says just use your hands to take those egg yolks out of those egg whites, and because your hands are so much better at not breaking egg yolks than any of those separation, those separators you can buy. And you're gonna have to wash your hands anyway, because I always get a little bit of egg on me when I. Cry. Well. And you can throw away these egg yolks or save them for another recipe. Your choice. Rinse off Dry them. Now I have my egg whites. I'm going to pour them into the bowl of my standing mixer. And then I'll add my granulated sugar. Martha's recipe calls for a quarter cup. And my quarter cup measuring cup. Open up my bag of sugar. And add those things together. So it says to combine your egg whites and sugar by hand with a whisk. So that's what that horrible noise is. It's the whisk and the metal bowl. Sorry. Alright, now that's incorporated. I'm gonna put my whisk back on my attach it back to the standing mixer and turn it on. Uh, well so what you do when you wanna whip up eggs into egg egg whites into stiff peaks is you turn them on. You turn your mixer on medium your electric mis- mixer or your standing mixer and, and you do it like that until you get some uh until about two minutes i think i think and that's what martha says and then you'll crank it up on high and then you'll get two, for two minutes more until you get those really really stiff glossy peaks you know you can like take off the the bowl and you can almost dump it upside down without it spilling out. Kind of like a blizzard from a I don't remember where you get blizzards from It's a local thing Anyway, I'll spare you the sound of a standing mixer. I'll be right back. Okay So about two minutes in, I almost gave up and I gave another 30 seconds and then I started to see what I'm supposed to see when you whip up egg whites, which is Egg white, I guess whipped egg whites. It looks like shaving cream, and then I cranked it up to high, and two minutes later, it was—I got really stiff peaks. You can tell because I've taken my whisk off, and I still have a and tipped it up upwards, and I and that peak that's on the edge of the whisk is still standing up. It's not even about to fall down. So I would say that worked out really well. I'll bang that off the side. There you go. And we're ready for the next step. Which is she's has Martha Stewart has you adding the flavoring and food coloring at this point. Other recipes say different things, but I'm gonna go ahead and go with what this recipe says. And I want to make mine mint chocolate macarons. So I've got my peppermint. And I've got my, I have teal, I guess teal dye. Um, everyone I've, every recipe that i read recommended using gel, so that's what I'm using. I may use a good amount of it, like two drops. Oops, well, that looks more like four, oh well. And be real careful with peppermint because it's a fine line between a nice minty flavor and something that tastes like toothpaste. If you ask my kid, toothpaste tastes great. She loves that stuff. Once you add your food coloring and your flavoring, you beat it on high for another 30 seconds. Okay, so I've got my mint flavoring Smells really minty. I'm glad I only did an eighth of a teaspoon. Her recipe called for a quarter, but I don't know. In my opinion, I think mint extract you only gets stronger with age somehow. And I don't know. Remember when i been when I bought this peppermint extract. So the next step. Everyone says is to be really careful mixing your dry ingredients into your wet. So everyone's about, they they, they just stress that you want to fold them in a certain way. Pull your spatula through the center and press it up against the sides. And some people say 40 times, some people say 56, some people say 60 this recipe says 40 I'm gonna meet you know kind of go with I'm gonna go with 50 and I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna sit here and count one stroke two stroke three stroke four I'm going to set a timer for two minutes because I reckon it'll be about one stroke will take me about two seconds so you go around and through pressing the batter up against the sides of your bowl so I'm gonna go pour my almond flour mixture into the bowl and start that process and I'll set a timer for about two minutes I already lost some of it on the floor I hope it wasn't a lot so go around and through pressing it and everyone says to do this until it's like looks like a lava like consistency I don't know how everyone in the world knows what lava looks like, but me. I've only seen it on Dante's Peak. Ooh, or that movie Volcano. With Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, and Lord of the Rings? Yeah, my husband trained in back there. So, a little bit about me. I am a mother of two. I'm married. And I work full-time. Baking is just a really fun hobby I've gotten into, and I've learned so much every time I try a recipe. Even when they fail, I learned a little bit. I've had cakes that have completely fallen. I've had cakes with filling, like oozing out the edges. and. I've even messed up uh, Rice Krispie Treats somehow, but I kept at it, and the more I do it, the more I learn. And honestly, if you're making something sweet, your friends and family are gonna like it. At least your kids will. You have to really, really, really mess up for it to not even taste a little bit good. Well, yeah, I was gonna say it's only been one minute, but it's been... Almost two minutes, and I would say I have a good consistency. It's smooth, kind of, and it's not, it doesn't pour really fast, but kind of slow, like lava. And I will take a picture of that and add it to the Instagram I intend to make for this podcast. But there's no telling whether or not I did it right until these things are cooked, I guess. All right, I'll see you for the next step. So Martha doesn't include this in her recipe, but according to Sally's Baking Addiction, she recommends to let your batter rest for 10 to 30 minutes. I'm impatient, but not so impatient that I'll skip it because she swears by it. So I'll let it rest for about 10 minutes and then we'll move on to filling a piping bag and piping these perfect little circles onto some parchment paper. All right, I'll see you in a little bit. Okay, so it's been about 10 minutes and I've got my piping bag set up. I cut a little hole and I put my piping tip in there. It says to use about three quarters of an inch. I think this one's half an inch. I can't tell and it doesn't say, but it's what I got and so I'm going to use what I have. I also saw a cute little thing where you can, when you're piping cookies, you can put a line of a complimentary color down the piping bag and then you'll have a cute little fun stripe. So I tried that. I'm using the purple that came with this pack of dye. Of food coloring it came with a pack of like purple teal hot pink and orange I think it was like kind of like a mermaid theme going on but since I use the teal I'm gonna I use the purple and I spread a line of purple and now I'm going to pour my batter ma- macaron macaron batter into my piping bag I set my piping bag in a large drinking glass and pulled the edges around the sides of the drinking glass. I don't know if that makes sense. I made, you know, the cuff of it. Like it's a gauntlet and it has a cuff and you pull that over the side of the cup. Cuff, cuff. Anyway. I'm gonna put it all in this bag. I did make a template but I've also got this thing on wish it's a little silicon macaron baking mat and we'll see if it's not a total piece of garbage or not I'm excited so instructions say to press the piping tip close and fill in the circle so we'll see how well that goes I don't have any ties for my piping bag I never have so, I'll just do my best to keep it the end secured. Oh god, that purple has gotten everywhere. I've made a huge mistake already. Let's see how it goes. I just won't stop flying over out of the top of this bag. All right. One, two. The first time I tried to make macarons, it was about five years ago, they were, they had feet, I'll give it that. They were uneven. And they are, macarons are supposed to be like smooth on top. But these were, they have a, they're kind of chunky. So we'll see how it goes this time. These circles on this mat are really close together. I'm gonna to skip and do every other one. Because they're already, the ones at the top of the mat are already spreading into each other, so live and learn. Oh, I'm starting to get a purple stripe from them. That's cool, it looks like a little wave, like an ocean wave. Reminds me of the Pog I used to have. It was like one of the heavy ones too that you use to like really slammed down on the stack of Pogs and then you won all your sister's Pogs and she was mad at you forever. Anyway, remember I spent all my birthday money on that Pog and then I lost it and I did not find it again until we moved. It had gone underneath our refrigerator and by then Pogs weren't really a thing anymore. I was really excited to have that for the two days that I did have it Need to call it a slammer well these are certainly much better shapes than the time I free them don't believe yourself that you can do that the first time and have it kind of turn out for you these are certainly round last time they were kind of all long. some of them have little mouse tails where many of them had mouse tails, if I'm being honest, and they had to cut them off. This time, I'm gonna try to do better. I'll take a picture of what I've done, which has made a really big mess. I've stopped halfway through using my batter, and I'm gonna go back to using the nice template that I made, where everything is all spaced apart. The circles are there, but there's no indentation to hold them in. And the indentations didn't hold them in anyway on that little silicone mat. So here goes nothing. So I made my template out of parchment paper and I made these about one and a half inch in diameter circles. And I'm not piping directly on the one I drew on. I'm, I put a piece, of, another piece of parchment paper over that one. And i can see the line through the layer of parchment paper that way i'll always have my template that i worked so hard on it is a fun baking tip my husband's in the other room commenting under his breath and my cat's in the other room losing her mind that's who's having a hard time in there i don't know how much background noise everyone is gonna hear i'm sorry for yawning it's like 8 30 and i'm really tired almost have all of them pipes i should have added the music from this app but uh all my hands are busy here's the last one i'm gonna shove it all out there Mm. there we go well they may not be all the same size but they're certainly round a few of them have little mouse tails but it, it's good it's it's going to be good all right so martha stewart's recipe doesn't tell you to do this but sally's baking addic- addiction swears by letting these piped macarons uncooked macarons sit on your baking sheet for a good 30 to 45 minutes so that's what i'm going to do and i will pause this and i will talk to you later i keep saying see you but you're not going to see me ever hopefully bye so the ones from my silicon mat the ones with the circles spaced really close together they all bled together so it was pretty obvious that I wasn't gonna get nice little round cookies to make sandwiches from. So I tried to salvage that batter and I used my template again. I, I'll add the pictures to show you what I did. But now I'm a little bit worried that maybe I overmixed them. I don't know. We'll find out when these are done. Um, I still have about 20 minutes to go to let these things rest. I'm gonna go ahead and preheat my oven now to 350 both my racks are in the middle lower middle bottom middle or whatever it is they're just in the middle I don't know about you but I have six spaces for racks so they're in the middle the two middle ones alright we'll see you in about we'll talk to you in about 20 minutes okay it's been about 30 minutes, and while I was letting them set, about five minutes into that, I realized that the ones on my silicone mat were running together, like in a major way. So I wrapped up my silicone mat in an effort to salvage these cookies, and I squeezed the batter back into my piping bag and repiped some of these cookies. So that process, doing that might have overmixed my batter in the process, but only time will tell. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and let these rest for another 15 minutes to make up, to make it the total resting time 45 minutes. And while I'm at that, while I'm letting them rest and I'm waiting, I'll probably get ready for bed, do my dishes, and make good use of my time because I got a lot of things to do. I don't just make podcasts and bake. I have to get up in the morning and go to work. Alright, I'll talk to you in a little bit. Okay, I'm not waiting any longer. It's been well over 45 minutes. I'm ready to put these things in the oven. Away we go. They will... Second take. Oh. What? The second take after you thought you were recording was that was the best one. It is. I think I was recording and now I'm recording again. I put these in the oven. They're going to stay in the oven for about 13 minutes. In 6 minutes I will open the oven and rotate them and and hopefully they will have feet. So these feet look like the underside of a mushroom except for it's kind of like a mushroom that's all stem and no head. Um, It's like a slight indentation, those little grooves along the side and then just the flat, nice round disc on top. All right, I'll let you know how it goes in a little bit. Just a quick update, I just turned them around And they did seem to be forming some sort of feet and hard shells on the top. So we'll keep our fingers crossed and hopefully in five minutes we will have some lovely macarons. I also uh, got the cat out of here as well as the husband who was rummaging through the drunk drawer looking for, I guess, batteries? I don't know what he was looking for. Anyway, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Sorry for that big, deep breath I took before I started talking. I um, just pulled these guys out of the oven, and the macarons look okay. They're not perfectly round because of uh, the incident with the silicone mat, but they seem like they're baked through. They have some kind of feet around them, and they're kind of puffed up. I'm not an expert, clearly, but... I can definitely tell that the lighter colored ones, the ones that were only piped once, <laughs> um, those look a little bit better. Like they've puffed up a little bit more than the ones that I had to scrape off the silicone mat and put back in the piping bag and pipe again. And I think that happened because of the uh, how the manhandling of the batter. So I don't blame the mat. I think that was user error. So this silicon mat has an inner circle and an outer circle for each cookie. I loaded that outer circle up thinking, oh this is for little cookies and bigger cookies. But no, what I realize now is that you I would I should have just filled the inner circle up with the macaron batter and allowed it to spread through the outer circle. So That was my mistake, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, the intent is for these to be probably filled with some kind of chocolate, either either chocolate ganache or maybe a chocolate buttercream. I haven't decided yet. But either way, I'm pretty happy with the way they turned out. Um, I hope you enjoyed the show and tune in next time. I will be baking some sort of pie. Bye. just wanted to add one more thing before I go. In addition to Martha Stewart's beautiful book, I also got information from Sally'sBakingAddiction.com and IndulgeWithMimi.com. IndulgeWithMimi says I can freeze things in my freezer in an airtight container, so that's what I'm going to do until I'm ready to use them in my next cake project. All right, bye!